genre. Okay. I'm excited. I'm excited. Doing a drum roll over there. I know. Uh, oh my god. Oh my god. So, uh, I didn't even mean to do this. Uh, I was watching I was watching Chamber of Secrets the other day with, with, uh, with Kelly because we were watching the extended cut because she hadn't seen it before. And on the digital edition, they have some bonus features that I don't remember watching on the actual Blu-ray. And there's a, there's a cut where it's like all it's all the characters talking about like all the actors talking about the characters that they're playing. There's a particular cut where it's a voiceover of Dan talking about Harry, but there's like four cuts in a row that's Dan Radcliffe behind the scenes, like using his wand, his drums on his knees or like beating on his own knees, doing a drum roll thing. And it's just like, he does like totally unrelated to what he's talking about. It's just whoever cut this together just really liked this footage of, of fidgety Dan Radcliffe behind the scenes. <laughs> so he does this drum roll thing and it's, it's silly and I love it. It's like, aw, <laughs> cute. He just gets antsy. It's like, come on. <laughs> Let's go. All right. All right. We, we solemnly swear we're up to no good. good. everybody to Harry Potter and the Chamber of Minutes, the fan podcast that's overanalyzing the Harry Potter movies one magical minute at a time. I'm Gary Roby. I'm Draco. And we're wrapping up the week with our friend Brian Green. Welcome back, Brian. Oh, thank you. Uh, you're not going to keep me around? I mean, we we could probably, you'll, you'll be back. You'll be back. <laughs> it's safe to say you'll be back. Okay, I'm not going to throw you any more curveballs, Gary. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, We we are ending the week this week with minute number 45, which starts with a whole new Quidditch program. And it ends with Sassy Hermione. So Oliver Wood has spent the entire summer, presumably, creating this, like, his plan for the Quidditch. What does Oliver Wood go on to do after school? Like, after he graduates? Does he play professional Quidditch? I would think he would, at least for a little while. He seems very passionate about it. I mean, he he spent his entire summer devising this whole new Quidditch program. Yep. So they can train harder, better, faster, stronger. Yeah. <laughs> cue, cue the beat. Drop the beat. Uh, <laughs> earlier, harder, and longer. Which sounds exhausting. It does. <laughs> it's like, oh man. We're going to get up in the morning, we're going to train a grueling amount, and then you're going to go to class. That sucks. That sucks. I, when I, when I graduated, I was in ROTC for a semester, and we had to get up for PT at like 6.30, we had to be there at like 6.30 in the morning, and then I had like 8 a.m. classes, and it was awful. Those were the worst days. No thanks. Yeah. No, thanks. So I, I'm checking the Harry Potter wiki right now, and it does not say anything about what Oliver does after. Aww. 
it, it references him being at the uh, the World Cup, and then him being at the Battle of Hogwarts, and then that's it. Oh, it's interesting that he's at the Battle of Hogwarts because he's like or he graduated. Yeah, he's like years what gone. Him like just to help. Yeah, but like, <sighs> how long does the Battle of Hogwarts last? Like, it seems like it's a night. How did he? hear about it and get there like i mean i guess neville's grandma shows up like a lot of people show Show up up. yeah yeah it says here 1998 he returned to hogwarts with angelina johnson katie bell and alicia spinett nice i like oh my god can i get like group can i get like a 10 minute like fan film of the four of them like taking down death eaters in hogwarts because i'd watch the hell out of that there there's a gif here of them there's a gif of them riding their broomsticks during the battle. Interesting. How did I never notice this? I, I don't know. That's awesome. I've only seen I the didn't movie once, so I know. I've watched that movie a lot, and I've never... I've only seen it once. ...noticed. That's amazing. That makes me happy. That's pretty Guys, cool. that's good news. Aww. Thank you for finding that. That makes me super excited. See? He comes back and helps. Good old Oliver Wood. Good old Oliver Wood. But that's the last they have about him. So, as I was saying yesterday, we still have this, like, one really long uh, single shot, single cut. They're, like, walking. He's like, we're going to train earlier, harder, longer. And then he looks over to his side and he's like, what the? And then the camera, like, turns the corner as they turn and walk out into the quad. And uh, this is shot on location at, um, I believe, the Durham Cathedral that they're using as the quad this year. And they have uh, an encounter with the Slytherin Quidditch team, with Marcus Flint at the head. And the sequence continues all up through the point when Marcus hands Oliver Wood the, like, the note. He's like, he's like, easy, Wood. I've got a note. I've got a note. And he holds this note out. I have a question... I have a question about this because he says like, like what are you doing here? I be- I I booked the pitch for Quidditch today or for mm. Gryffindor today. Mm. So who did he book it with? Madam Hooch, I would assume. So does 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 Snape have the authority to just write a note saying no? The Slytherin team's going to practice instead. I have always wondered this, and always maybe not necessarily override her. It could have been something he brought to her, like okay, like I know Gryffindor has it today, it guess, no, it, but it they almost, just have a new. This actually sounds to me that like he's supposed to deliver this note to her. And instead, he's, like, shoving it in Wood's face. Like, look, no, it's us. Like, does Madame Hooch have to be there for them practicing? Like, we hardly, we never see her, obviously, but if she's supposedly off-camera, you know, a little to the left. My assumption is that she supposed to be there? Then it could be, like, a note that he is supposed to give show to her, not necessarily rub it in Wood's face, but show it to, to her and show, like, like, again, like, I understand, like, they have this book today, but they just have a new team member. Uh-huh. They need the extra practice. I, I think that which is a which is a legitimate reason. True. To have a practice. It's a legitimate reason to have a practice, but it's not a legitimate reason to override to someone, someone else's. Else off the, yeah, exactly. They've already got it booked. It doesn't matter that Snape wrote a note. Like 
okay, they can practice today. They can practice later today. If he's supposed to show it to Hooch, Madam Hooch could end up having like the and you know the say. She would have the end say. Yeah, the end say, say and okay, be like, okay, well, got you can or you, you can't. Should play. You should practice first. Like, then it, it would be up to her to choose whether who who or who gets to play. I think priority should go to the person who booked it first. I agree. Oliver Wood has every right to be ticked off about this. I agree. I'm team Angry Wood. Yeah. Oh my. I had a feeling this I, was going to get there. I tried not to go that route because you'd already mentioned Angry Wood and it doesn't help that he was... Sean Biggerstaff. Is Sean Biggerstaff and the longer, faster, like, thing going on. But, but then, bad. like, immediately as he's sitting there, like, like as you were saying, like, oh, like, that's really difficult. You were saying how hard it is, like, for them to be I'm like, oh... Like, dang it, now in my head I'm just saying, like, wow, Wood's really being hard on them. Oh, my God. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, why? We're why really bringing so the curtain back on our behind-the-scenes conversations, aren't we? Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. This is just what happened. This is what happens uh, between minutes, guys. Right. What are you talking oh. about? Don't we record these day after day? Like every like that, we yes, get up. Yes, we've been talking about this since yesterday. Yeah. And we finally we had to reveal it day to the rest in, of, day out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's how this works. I like that like they have all these really tall Slytherin players so that they can hide Tom Felton. But you can he's totally see him like in yeah, the shot but, <laughs> beforehand. He's he's enough in the background that like you're not really if you're not paying attention you could easily like not notice him like because the conversation is happening between Wood and uh and Marcus Flint it's it's easy to like be paying more attention to them so it's very de- it's it's a little deceptive you know when they when he when he's like seeker you've got a new seeker who and everyone like the the the, the Slytherin's part <laughs> and Draco Malfoy is standing here like, that's not all that's new this year. He shifts his Nimbus 2001 over to show it off. and There's something, like, it's not... Is there a reason, other than the fact that, like, the Slytherins have 2001s, that even their brooms have to be, like, solid black and kind of, like, ominous looking? <laughs> They're, like, black and silver, like very Malfoy aesthetic like because he's got his uh his cane can you get the brooms in different are aesthetics? they customized yeah I don't know My or is that just how they all look I, there's it's just a coincidence that like between the difference between Harry's like brown like fits in like it still looks like like a regular like a common wood these are sleek and dark and like ebony like it's yeah we're, hey, stop. We're, so, we're so mature uh, <laughs> they have like a custom varnish on yeah. on the slytherin yeah slytherin <laughs> edition it's the slytherin edition slytherin edition malfoy edi- it's it's the malfoy edition it's the malfoy edition well because it's very much like like lucius's cane yeah it is. Like that's the impression I get from this. I don't I don't know. I don't know. And then we get to get sassy Hermione at the end of this minute. There's not God, I want more. I want more to talk about in this minute. Other than Hermione being like, at least no one had to buy their way in. Oh, I she, love she's her. Like, she's like she's like bobbing her head. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Back and forth. And this this moment just makes me think about all the times where I've had a student that 
like a, that's a good student stand up to the jerk student and I was like yeah you go <laughs> good kid and I just want to like I, I just want to high five Hermione <laughs> here like uh, there like I swear there's so many times where there's been a conflict in my classroom and you know there's the student who is the good kid the one who works super hard and then there's the one kid who is you know who, who is a slacker and this is not like you know in this in the wrong in a situation and yeah. the, the one good kid either gets a really good burn on them or makes a really good point and you know it's, it, or whatever it is and there will be like i i, I always like to make, take a moment like after class just be like hey good job yeah <laughs> and, <laughs> and i was like i like it and i just want them to know that i appreciate it from my end yeah <laughs> like you you done good kid oh i just remember it reminds me of this time where a kid said, like uh oh man this kid said something to me and it was like you're you're treating it like why 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 do you act this way why are you so mean why are you so mean mr green and mm-hmm. they're like and the student goes he wouldn't be he wouldn't be mean if you would actually just listen and be be respectful <laughs> <laughs> and i was like oh my my heart just opened up and just like oh I was so like happy you get it. his heart grew two sizes that day. <laughs> it's like you get it you get it oh it's amazing uh and this makes me so happy. And this also remind this makes me think of every time I watch these movies, I think to myself, I, I, teaching middle school is absolute chaos ninety percent of the time. Yeah, you know, there's that ten percent of the time where it everything goes the way you plan and everything is the way it where way you want it to be. But the other ninety percent, it's complete chaos. Yeah. Imagine that. But then everyone, all the kids have magic powers. <laughs> oh, God. That's and terrifying. It, it yeah. terrifies me. It, it's so scary to me to think that these kids have uh, literal weapons in their pockets at all at all given times. Yeah. Yeah. And that's so frightening. And what's about to happen in this scene uh, what's about to happen in the scene clearly is an example of what uh, the dangers that this presents. <laughs> yeah, I imagine. I imagine that like encounters like this must happen all the time. Like oh, they, they gotta... we hear about kids in the books, particularly we hear about kids like casting jinxes on each other all the time, and that seems like really dangerous. Yeah, yeah. How is? I don't know. Madam Pomfrey has her work cut out for her. Uh, my my wife Jenny, she we, we were watching these movies. Uh, we've started watching these through again, and she said that uh, Madam Pomfrey is the unsung hero of Hogwarts. Oh yeah, a hundred percent. Because she doesn't because she, she she takes care of Kate takes care of these kids. She fixes them, gets them back ready to go, and she doesn't ask many questions. She's she no. goes like, okay. What happened here? Okay, whatever. I, I'm not sure I really want to know. Okay, fine. I'll fix it. Does anyone ask Hermione why... I mean, spoilers for later in this movie. Yeah. Why she was a cat. Like, what? why are you a cat right now? Like, how How did this happen? I mean, what were you... I mean, did, does Pomfrey know? Again. Does Madame Pomfrey look at her and go, like, mm. Polyjuice Potion? <laughs> she has one of those... Mm. 
Yeah. <laughs> I like, have to like, wonder. Just her uh, mouth to the side. Mm, like, I know what so, that is. So, I have a... I, Whatever. I'm curious about this, about about the the laws of the wizarding world here, because, you know, me as a teacher, if I have any, sus- like, any suspicion about uh, a student is being abused or is self-harming or anything like that, I... I have exactly 48 hours from the time I have that suspicion till the time that I have to report it. Okay. So as Madame Pomfrey, as this magical nurse, school nurse, does she have any responsibility to report a student who is experimenting with these, (laughs) with these potions and potions yeah that are they're clearly out of their wheelhouse and out of their something that they should be able to do and be experimenting with yeah you know or does she does she operate on more of the hippocratic oath of the doctors have where they they don't say anything about what's going on yeah, it's like a doctor patient confidentiality right right she's there to she's there to treat not to question well yeah if if it's something that like i don't know it's interesting there's there's definitely like a limit to what pomfrey can do presumably because there is like saint mungo's for like long-term patients so even wizard um like medical care only goes so far like on like she's like a like a I mean, like, I, I mean, she's a school nurse, but it's like being like a field tactician or something. Like, yeah. you got to be able to do this, like, on the fly. Like, she doesn't have a lot of resources. There's only what's there at the school. Like, she doesn't have a lot of backup, presumably. It's just her. Right. She's the only nurse we ever get the name of. Um, presumably she's in charge. Maybe they have, like, she's got, like, some underlings. But, Orderlies. Yeah. But... I don't know if it's something that's not that dramatic, like, oh, you're going to be in the hospital for like a few days and then you can go back to class, like, and then you can go back to class. There's not like, at, like out of, did she have like out of, pa- out, out of, outpatient, outpatients, like outpatients. Yeah. Like people that are like, like you shouldn't go to class because of this thing, but like, you don't need to be here in this bed. I don't know. But my guess would be that. Because this is a magical school and not a muggle school. It's not, not only are they learning about, like, the kind of basic rudimentary, like, spellcasting things, but being a wizard, like, living in the wizarding world is, like, a dangerous thing. Just, like, at its most basic, I think. Like, they're training, there's something, there's another level of training happening at this school besides, like, the schoolwork part of it so if it's like a you're a kid you're gonna get into trouble like you survived this like you'll you'll bounce back like you're gonna learn from your mistake kind of thing yeah mm. i don't know i mean <laughs> i think that that goes like even further for harry like straight up harry is just like on a different curriculum than everyone else he could be failing his classes and he'd still be like important to hogwarts it's a dumbledore i guess yeah so here's another question, and this is probably better for later in the movie, but, uh-huh. uh, you know, I'm not going to be here later in the movie, so I want to ask it, damn it. Got you. <laughs> and, uh, so when people start getting petrified later in this movie, and 
Sorry, Madam I just... Pump. <laughs> Madam Pump. I'm... Yeah. Oh my god, did I spoil something for you, Gary? <laughs> when people start getting <laughs> petrified later, and Madam Pomfrey says, well, okay, so we have the... We, we're going to be able to unpetrify them with these, uh, the, the mandrake roots. Couldn't they have gotten the supplies to un uh, to unpetrify them earlier, just from outside of the school? Because some someone clearly has to have <laughs> in the Wizarding World has to have gotten have mandrake roots ready to that were mature yeah, and ready how? for them to. Someone could just apparate to Diagon Alley and buy some like refined mandrake or something. Yeah, right. I don't. There's gotta be some. I think there's a cover up here. They don't want people to the world to know about how dangerous the school is. Uh, Yeah. How 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 self sufficient is Hogwarts, and how self sufficient does it have to be? (laughs) Like, I feel like transportation of stuff wouldn't be that difficult for like the magical community. So I don't. (sighs) Transiting supplies wouldn't be all that difficult yeah you could never have a siege in the magical world <laughs> um i don't know it's super weird i have no idea they're just yeah i think you're right i think they're just like relying on their own uh, their well no that's not even that doesn't work because like clearly the rest of the world knows that this is going or so, at least the ministry of magic and um the governors of the school, Malfoy and Fudge, show up and they, like, take Hagrid away. And they 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 temporarily remove Dumbledore from office because they know that this stuff is going on at Hogwarts. Like, why didn't they just bring medication with them? They come to the school. They could yeah. solve this problem themselves. I don't know. I have no idea. There are a lot of little things that frustrate me, Brian. <laughs> oh, oh. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for adding to my list. <laughs> Good. I'm. I'm. You're. You're gonna text me in the middle of the night, Brian. That this this mandrake thing. It's really yeah. bugging me. Yeah. <laughs> like I still haven't figured this out. What in the world? He's gonna get a whiteboard and just all of a sudden just start working all all of your ideas. Like, oh my god! I'm like gonna have like sticky person. notes and it's gonna be strings uh, all across the room. <laughs> it's gonna be all those cliches. I want to. Uh, there's a part of me that like. I think it'd be fun to do that, to, like, do, like, strings across the room, like, connecting things that are just, like, <laughs> that obnoxious. But I don't know. It doesn't feel practical in any way. No. How the... No. <laughs> Trying to maneuver around such things is... Yeah. No. Not not easy, I would assume. Probably not. You forget one night trying to get up and you try to go to the bathroom it. and you're like, ah! <laughs> you're like a, it's like a giant web all of a sudden. Exactly. Exactly. So, you were saying that these... The Nimbus two thousand and ones are the Malfoy aesthetic. Like even the, <laughs> even the bristles of the broom or whatever you want to call them, they're even like slick. Like they've been greased back like Malfoy's <laughs> hair. Yes, yes, exactly. Like I feel like they wouldn't move at all if you touched them. No, they feel and your so hair much would come back a little. Your hand would come back a little sticky if you touched them. <laughs> so much product that's it, part of the it's part of the maintenance of the broom you've got to like oil up the grease it up yeah oh. <laughs> that I, seems i awful. like them they look nice <laughs> i mean it's a nice looking broom it's a yeah they're very sleek they don't they look 
I don't say they look fake. That's not the thing. It's just, I don't know. Maybe they do look more. Look at one of the twins over here just like. <laughs> I know, we're at we're at about forty five seconds when he when when Marcus Flint is saying like they were a gift from Draco's father, and in the background Fred and George I think are both kind of like eyeing like, like up, up and down, and down. Like, yeah. oh mm, <laughs> look at this wand or look at this broom yeah right <laughs> bought the entire t- okay maybe we should we didn't even talk about this really is the only reason Draco's on the team. Because his dad bought the entire team brooms. Absolutely. They talk about when they play the game that he is able to play. Like, he is like a, a good player. He's a good seeker. So but he yeah, I don't think. He, I don't think. Yeah. I don't think. I think he has skill. I don't think maybe he's as skilled as Harry. Uh, but I think like again, it's that rivalry where he's just right below Harry. Uh, I, I think he does have skill. I, th- I, don't, I don't think... I, I would like to think that he would get in on his own merit, even if his father didn't do that. And that could even be... A, think um, that was enough to just, like, push it over? I, I think like... that would be... That could be, a, I think, a contention for Draco to to kind of be mad at his father and be like, like, you didn't have to buy them all brooms. Like, I wanted to get in on my own. Yeah. Type of thing. So, But he's not going to let that show in front of Harry. No, of course no, not. No, and I think... I But I think... I think that following that logic... It absolutely makes sense. His, well, not it doesn't. I mean, it's not justified, but it makes sense the reaction he has when Hermione says, yeah, "Well, everyone angry. on the Gryffindor team got on on their own talent." Because that's the point: is that he wanted to get in on his own talent instead of having his dad buy his way in. Which, yeah, I don't think he would have gotten yeah. on as a second year without probably. The I think that that probably gave him the you know like playing for the team is definitely going to, like, make him better at playing. Like, you're like he's getting the practice now, and so, like, he might not have been good enough until after they've had these practices. And, like, right. And get to the to game And that's why, that's why the practice is important. And, I mean, they could have just switched, like, okay, I know you booked today, but let us have today, and you can have our day that would have been whatever day yeah. of the month, whatever. I mean, there doesn't have to be so much animosity there. True. It's, like, it's... You know, we're all the same school. I know we're rival teams, but it's just like, whatever. If we have, if it's split up fairly and everyone has this amount of days anyway, then switching days shouldn't be a big deal. Like, what's well, what's the big deal about today? I Wood has been preparing this all summer. Oh, my god! I, I, and I think, I just think this is, pre- this is the only thing that seems precious to Wood at the school. Right. And so, like, I think his, re- I mean, he's the only one that really has a, like, Oh God! What's happening? Like, well, they're yeah. in the UK. You know, they can if they end up switching practice times, they might end up with a practice time where it's raining or thundering, and uh, yeah, you never know. I don't know. I, I I'd be ticked. They, I, they I, they still play in the rain. That's true. They do still play yeah, in the rain. That's still that good practice. Year. You want to be able to play in the rain. Uh, yeah, but. You still want to make sure you're at least your first practice. Like he's he's clearly about to go on this this tirade about his plan that he's yeah. been pl- working on, and so he want like he doesn't want to do that in the rain. He wants to do that with clear skies. Hashtag Team Angry Wood. <laughs> <laughs> team Angry Wood. Team Angry Wood. <laughs> yeah. How did Lucius 
I, I want to say like I don't I don't know if this is the right way to say it, but like I want to say like get away with buying the entire team brooms. Like none people of can the... make donations to the school. It's a gift from Draco's father. Yeah, it's a donation. That's why you end up getting wings that are named after people is because they donate to that school enough money that like they name something after them. So he donated a a bunch of brooms. To the Slytherin house, which I bet you is his house. From, I mean, yeah, it's his. It's, house. it's his. He. It's like his. Um, it's his like alumni house. Yeah. So like you would, uh, you would donate to your alumni house's Quidditch team. And okay, and because Snape is the head of house, he's the one who's like, okay, well, I'll write this note so that you can get practice for your since you're brand since new, you're the yeah. brand new one, and. If you guys are going to, I mean, if I'm going to take all these brooms from your father and we're going to put you on the team, you better be good on the team. So you're going to go to practice right now. Yeah. See, it all like makes sense. <laughs> I. It's just a different way of viewing things instead of just being just so cast aside of, of like Slytherin bad. No, Gryffindor I mean, I good. understand. It's just, like, you know, it's just a different way of looking at things. It's like I just don't know if that makes it okay. There's pros and cons on both sides. Honestly, there's plenty of open space where they could practice with a with <laughs> you could, him you having could, a, a snitch. They did Harry's first Quidditch practice wasn't on the pitch. Exactly. Yeah. He, <laughs> like someone just, could be one place, someone could be other place. They all they don't need to practice on the Quidditch pitch to train their new seeker. No, they don't need no. the goalposts. No. No, Hashtag Team Angrywood. The, the first time, <laughs> even in the books, I think the first time that Harry practices, like, as a seeker, like, catching the snitch, it's, like, them at the end of the day, and Oliver Wood is, like, throwing golf balls in the air. Yeah, yeah. Like, that's fine. Like, that's plenty. I don't... I don't know. To train Not their new seeker, the same they way. don't need everyone here to train their seeker. No, this is a big show. Yeah. Well, you literally only need Marcus Flint and and the Seeker. They are doing this. Well, at that to, point, they would just piss off Wood. They would just like train everybody, because Wood has he the whole knows, team there. I bet you. Well, yeah, Wood is the whole team there, but he's not training one specific player. No, he's, he's training, training the whole the team. team. Um, Marcus Flint probably knows that Wood has the pitch booked today. See, and was like, to get mad at day. anybody. Let's get mad at Marcus Flint. I hate Marcus Flint. He's a He's, I'm mad at Snape. Uh, he oh he overstretched gosh. his boundaries. Uh, uh, you know, I don't think. I'm, I'm... Again, but Bagheri, Bagheri made a good point. I, I th- yeah, because I, I Lucius think... would talk directly to Snape and be like, "Yeah, you need to do this." Because well, and I also blah, well, blah, I, blah, I mean, you know, and Lu- Lucius is older than Snape by a little bit. I think by like ten years or something. If you go by like what their real ages are supposed to be, yes. yeah. Um, and I don't think that. I think that it probably does come down to, like, I bet that Marcus Flint picked right now for practice because he knew that the Gryffindors were going to be here. I see that being the case. 100%. They they waited, like, outside of the courtyard to see, wait for the Gryffindor yes! team to come to out. walk up at the same right? time. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. They probably had enough time to practice earlier that day. This was all this an intimidation tactic. This yeah. is all Marcus They Flint. wanted to Don't show off Flint. their shiny brooms. They wanted to show off their new Seeker. They wanted to intimidate the Gryffindors. Yes. And, uh, I guarantee their Ravenclaw and Hufflepuff 
Quidditch players just just hanging out, just chilling, knowing that Gryffindor like they're just hanging they're out just there. They're just elsewhere. They're elsewhere on the grounds having their practice already. Like it's not even right. They're like, practicing whatever. together against each other, like making them better. These guys are fighting. Right. Ravenclaw, Ravenclaws <laughs> and Hufflepuffs make the bestest friends. You don't even uh-huh. know. It's... I'm into it. <laughs> you started to say something. Oh no! I'm just, I'm just I'm I'm still team Angry Wood. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's gonna he's he's gonna keep saying it until it's a thing. Uh, oh yeah, I mean of course. <laughs> I've already posted on Facebook hashtag Team Angry Wood. <laughs> <laughs> no context at all. <laughs> this is this. Oh is... my god! With no context, that makes it even better. He, he titled this episode before we started recording the week. Yeah. <laughs> like it's just that's what's happening. <laughs> it's just fine. Marcus Flint is just a d bag. He he is. He really is. I, I just got I his love... teeth doesn't stick out as far as they did. Yeah. I just I really like Hermione's kind of sass at the end and the little held tilt she does. Um I don't know if it's because we're watching these minutes like this isolated, but Ron looks particularly pale already in these couple minutes. And like, we know what's going to happen to him next week with his spell backfiring, and I know that it's, like, even more made up, but do you think that it's because he's already got this kind of, like, pasty makeup because they're going to do this Because he's thing? waiting for the scene? Yeah. He's already set, it's already set up? Because when she, when she does her little head tilt, like, he already looks sick. Just, like, like he's like, mm. yeah. Really pale, and, like, the maybe bags he, under his eyes are really pronounced. It's, maybe he already wasn't feeling good that day. Oh, Rupert Grant just doesn't feel well. Right? He's like, oh, I didn't want to film today. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't want to do this scene. I don't know. I didn't even notice it until, like, we paused it here, but right, right at the end. Oh, he don't look good. No, he doesn't. Oh, poor Ron. We get, like, two seconds of Draco, like, like, walking her way, but we don't hear what he says. So we start next week with a a real downer. (laughs) You guys, I think that was everything I had for the week. How do you feel? Oh, I, I'm, I'm sad to be leaving you. I'm so Aww. sorry. But thank you once again for joining us. You have officially, I think even in the beginning of the week, you had officially been on more guest episodes than anyone else. And so now here we are. Yes. Uh, yes. You've done, tw- yeah, 20, we've done 20 episodes of content together. This is crazy. Wow. That's fun. Thank you for being with, uh, for sticking with us and coming back and, Thank Talking you for putting up with my nonsense um, for so uh, long. And and I'm pretty sure we'll have you back for Prisoner of Azkaban. Oh, 100%. Oh, you 100%. would not be able to keep me away. What 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 five what scene? Oh. Yeah. Ooh. Uh Dang it. I knew I was going to be asked this. I assumed I would be asked <laughs> this. Uh, should have been prepared. You know, I I I I think I ooh, I think I know. I think I want at least the minute where they are it at the very at the the first night in Hogwarts for the school year, and they're in the Gryffindor Tower, and they're all t- eating the candy. <gasps> yeah, that's making them make all the animal noises. Yeah, that is such I am a so great down for that preteen moment. Oh, I love it. It's just, it's so good. Okay. Okay. Yes, I want, <laughs> that. I want that block of minutes, please. Got you. I will is make it sure like Ron that Roar. Like yeah, yeah Ron is the great. lion roar. It's awesome. Uh, I think Seamus is a monkey. And Harry's a steam engine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> a smoke coming oh, out. Actually, I we'll talk about it in a long time, but 
the the in the book, um, we asked if wizards get like colds, and in one of the chapters in this book, it starts with like everyone is like catching colds because it's like that time of year, but. Madame Pomfrey has this pepper up potion, which is like supposed to like cure like whatever your little common like illnesses are, but it makes steam come out of your ears. And so they describe Ginny is sitting in one of the classrooms and she's been sick and her red hair and like steam's pouring out of her ears. And so it looks like her hair's on fire and it's a whole <laughs> thing. That's fun. It's steam weird. just comes out of your ears. Yeah. It's very weird. I think um, one of the Potter ancestors might be tangentially tied to the pepper up potion i don't remember why i think we talked about it before i'll go looking that would freak me out if like steam was just coming out of my ears but if you felt better i mean i suppose i don't know i don't know i feel like the sensation would be much would be quite strange yeah yeah i agree okay okay brian would you like to give everyone your uh your 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 twitter plug and stuff again oh yeah, yeah. uh it's uh at i hear ramona sing on Twitter and Instagram, and, uh, you know, you can find me eating tacos around Austin. Gotcha. <laughs> Perfect. Everyone, uh, go follow Brian and come back. Uh, no, if you, I was going to say, come back next week. Yeah, come back next week. But uh, if you like what we're doing here, you can follow us on Patreon at patreon.com slash hpminute, where we are doing uh, Quibbler episodes, which we're covering the chapters of Chamber of Secrets, the book, alongside our movie coverage that we're doing here. And we've also started doing um, a very semi-regular show talking about Steven Universe because that's another little obsession that Victoria and I have had lately. And uh, so if you like that, go follow us over there. It's less than $4 a month to sign up. And if you like our format, go to moviesbyminutes.com and find all of the other Movies by Minutes shows. There are over 80 of them. I think by the end of the season, there'll probably be over 100 and yeah check those out and come back next week mischief Smith managed <laughs>